With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. everybody to Big 12 football and beyond. It is Thursday, April 16th and always great to be with you talking college football, getting into the latest around the country as well as breaking down the week that was inside the Big 12. A lot to get to. Um, We had uh, interesting uh, meetings and discussions from a couple of college administrators uh, with the conference call that took place with the uh, heads of state, including Vice President Mike Pence, on uh, along with, with conference commissioners, Jack Swarbrick, the athletic director at Notre Dame, try to figure out where we are and somewhat of a plan. And uh, we'll get into that uh, a little bit. Certainly uh, some recruiting information. Fairly busy week. Not as big a week in the Big 12 uh, as it was around other leagues. A lot of draft information to get to. And a lot of discussions around players that are coming back inside the region and inside the conference that we're looking ahead to. We're looking ahead towards the football season in hopes that we're going to have a football season. Not sure if we're going to have a football season, when we're going to have a football season, where we're going to have a football season. But one of the things that we are absolutely going to do is we, as my work, my main work of consulting Football is what I do. Now, if we do not play football this fall, we will be breaking down the personnel that is there, that will be returning when we do play football. We'll be breaking down the prospects that are in high school that won't be playing but are going to be heading to your school next year based upon what they've done to this point. And we'll be breaking down guys that are going to be in next year's draft. We may go from one draft to the next and not have one college football game played. Uh Go figure that. But if that's what it is, we're going to be on top of it for you, and we're going to let the uh, the big boys make the decisions on when, where, if we're going to play football. But we're going to be here to break it down for you. We're focusing a lot, as I said, on the draft. Uh, check out LandryFootball.com for all the latest insights into the draft. Uh, real live NFL draft boards where you can see what a true draft board looks like with scouting reports on the players that you can listen to while looking at the draft board. 
So we've got all of that. Take advantage of our scouting season offer. It's the best one we've ever had. You're going to love it. You won't regret it. And, again, you'll be set up for the latest in football, recruiting, the draft, personnel, breakdowns, schematics, a lot of things that we would do and provide, even if they're not games. And quite frankly, I don't want it to happen, but there are a lot of things that we just don't have time to do during the season and during the scouting season that would open up a whole different avenue. So we're not going anywhere. As long as we got our great uh, sponsors and people involved and you listening, we're going to be here and we're going to be over at LandryFootball.com. And a reminder, a big thank you to our great friends at 401k Generation. They are, their family is what they are. They are responsible for this podcast. They're responsible, let me say that, because I say something that maybe people don't like. They're not responsible for that, but they are responsible for us having a podcast and being able to bring it to you for free. So we thank them. We hope that you can thank them, and the way you can thank them is Go to LandryFootball.com on 401k generation uh, on the left side. Click on it. Send them a note through their website. Check out their website. See what they do. How about giving them a call? Give them a text and tell and thank them for bringing you this podcast and that you hear about them. And maybe you'd like to find out more about what it is they do. You can reach them at one 866 998-5879. What do they do? Well, they're the financial experts, money management, investment inquiries, anything that you might need or, um, or concerned about or just have questions about with regards um, to finances, they can help you with that. They're licensed in all 50 states. So regardless of where you're listening to this podcast, they can help you with that. So once again, one 5879 We can help you promote your business. We can absolutely do that. How do you do it? Go to LandryFootball.com, hit contact Chris, and we will absolutely help you with that. You got a question that you want me to address? Uh, send it to me over at LandryFootball.com, contact Chris, and I will address it. And of course... Make sure that you listen to this show. Make sure it goes to your phone. And send it to us uh, over at Landry Football's conference call. Sign up for it, rather. And we will uh, make sure, you know, go to your phone each and every day. So let's get to it. Um, kind of sobering news, at least coming out of some discussions I had with a couple of administrators. And I admit... Not very long conversations. I am focusing on the draft and have been focusing on the draft. Certainly as I put that to bed. And as we're, gosh, as we're the 16th today, it's time flies. You know that. It seems like it's standing still with everybody being quarantined. But it'll be the end of April before you know it. And then we're going to head to May. And then it'll be the end of May before you know it. And it looks like, at least in the discussions that were had by those involved in it, commissioners in major college football, by the way, kind of 
Um, the reason and the, the impetus for this is, as you know, um, the president, Donald Trump, met with the commissioners of all the major sports. It was that a couple of weeks ago now? Last week, I lose track of time. So this was a way that in college sports were not addressed. So obviously, Mike Pence, in charge of the task force, met with commissioners of the major conferences, a few other selected folks, on a conference call. And what I understand, and I got some questions, sent a few texts and emails, so I'll kind of sum up what was sent to me and told to me by a couple of folks that I did speak with, is that June 1st, is likely going to be the time, at least right now, that we're going to have a feel for where things are. Right now, oh, there's hope. I guess a lot of people are holding out hope. Look, the football season's a long way away. Things are going to get better then. June 1st. They're going to have a feel, good feel, for certainly whether they're going to be able to pull off a college football season in the normal time frame that it does. And the other thing that came out of the meeting that was pretty evident and that was stressed by the commissioners to Vice President Pence was if the school is closed down. If all, if any schools around the country, this is what I've been told, if any schools around the country are closed, we're not playing college football games. So the thought about, and there is a lot of thought, baseball, maybe even basketball, probably a lot more talk about baseball at this point. I think golf is going to go forward without um, fans in play. I do think there's a scenario where the NFL could play without fans. From what I'm being told, there is no scenario by which college football would be played without fans. Not because or not just because the fans are so important. Isn't it better to play than not play? The whole issue is, if students are not allowed on campus for classes, there will be no college football games. It's what I've been told. I'm not making the decision. I don't know if kids are going to be on campus or not. I just know that I've been told that's not going to fly, and so everyone is preparing now for what are they going to do financially without a football season if that happens, and with, with hope that they will. Now, keep in mind, June 1st doesn't mean it's drop-dead date. Oh, no, absolutely not. June 1st would be a decision coming down that says something along the lines of we're not playing on – we can't get it on time – at that point, they won't have a plan in place for 
kids to come in and campus. Basically, the, what they're looking at is the spring semesters, which most schools are on a semester system. Some are on a quarter system. Most of them, I mean, they're going to be done by the end of May. So everyone will be looking forward to the school semester, which is anywhere from mid to late August. And so by June, there will be a plan of this is what we're going to do or not do starting the fall semester. Now, what is likely to happen, depending upon the progress, is it could be delayed. There's certainly a possibility that we could start, if it matters, if we can progress enough, it's possible we could start, uh, I'll just use the the, the uh, October 1st, which I don't think that's a Saturday, but let's just use this first week in October. We could see the season start then a week, a month later, and, and then go a month longer. We could see that. All options are on the table. Yes, options about playing an abbreviated schedule with just conference teams. That's on the table. Yes, there is even the thought of if we had to, we'd play it in the spring. But the one thing that everybody is universal on is that if there are no students on campus because it's not healthy, then there's zero chance we're playing football games. That was universally discussed, I'm told, and we'll see how that plays out. I, you know, again, could that change? And Look, there's a ton of money. I, and for the people that say, oh, they're, they're going to do something, they've got to, too much money. I, hadn't we lost enough money? I mean, hadn't, hadn't they, had, aren't we past the time of we need to fix the economy? That's not the issue. The issue is the economy's in a disaster because we've got a health crisis and if we don't fix the health crisis, the economic disaster is going to get worse, and the health crisis is going to get worse if we try to – you know where I'm going with it. I don't have the answers. I'm not smart enough, and I'm not in the prediction business on something I know nothing about. Passing along the information, that's the latest of what the decision makers are saying. So we'll see how this plays out. There are some states um, – and this is maybe the big thing. And the biggest thing I got out of it was that all schools, every state, would have to be cleared to be able to go on campus. If, I mean, you know, you think that California and New York and New Jersey right now are anywhere close? I mean, right now, the mayor of L.A. and the governor of California are saying there are no, will be no sports activities of any sort that are going to be played, you know, with fans in attendance for the rest of, until at least 2021. I know the mayor of New Orleans has said similar things because it's so bad there. Again, does that change is there something that could flip that in a different direction? I, I have no idea. That's what's being said. So I don't want to 
look, I am not one of these folks that say, I want to be positive. I don't want to be positive. I don't want to be negative. I want to shoot straight. And I don't want somebody telling me it's going to be all right when it's not all right. It's not all right, and it's not looking good. And I hope and pray that it could turn around and that somehow, some way, in some form, we can have a college football season. I have more hopes that we can get an NFL season in, but certainly nothing definite. Look, that's all I can provide for you on it, and it's not a whole lot. It's just what other people that are getting, that are closer to the to the sun, so to speak, closer to the people that are involved. Um, and so that's it's a big part of our economy. So hopefully smarter people than I are going to be able to figure out a way to make this work. But right now, there are a lot of frustrated administrators right now. Let's get into some Big 12 news around the conference this week. Texas State redshirt senior defensive tackle. John Lilly has entered his name into the transfer portal. Good-looking, undersized player. Six foot, 260. Um, redshirt is a true freshman. Played in four games last year. Great transfers. Can help somebody at a FCS level. Former Minnesota redshirt senior cornerback Keandre Thomas. We talked about that in the Big Ten podcast yesterday. He's transferred to Kansas State as a graduate. He spent the last two years manning the outside for the Golden Gophers. He's been a really good corner. Six foot, 195 pounds. Good size for the position. Got some experience. Can play well in their zone coverage. Good get for them. Recruiting news around the Big 12 this week. Um, Ohio State got a verbal commitment from a four-star defensive end, Tamisi Adeli. Why is it news? Well, the kid's 6'3", 260 pounds from Katy, Texas, and among the schools that were in on him were Oklahoma. Also A&M, Alabama, LSU, Florida, but it is Ohio State that won out for his services. We're talking about a top 40 overall prospect in the 2021 class cycle. Rice has received the verbal commitment from three-star linebacker, D.J. Arkansas. Arkansas received several group of five offers to consider, along with three other power five overtures from Kansas, Duke, and Arkansas. Um, But Rice was able to get him. Denton, Texas native, big score for them. Texas Tech received the verbal from three-star tackle, Jack Tucker, hotly pursued by Power 5 schools, Baylor, Arkansas, Auburn, Cal, um, Argyle, Texas native. Really good get for for the Red Raiders. Kansas received the verbal from three-star defensive end Deldrick Withers, 6'4", 245, hails from Little Rock, Arkansas, received only one uh, FBS offer from Louisiana Tech, three-star recruit, Top 40 defensive end prospect in the country. West Virginia this week received the verbal from three-star defensive end Hammond Russell. uh, 6'3", 245. Top 40 defensive end. Top 30 prospect in the state of Ohio. Good get for the Mountaineers. And Texas Tech also receiving a verbal from tight end Mason Thorpe, a 
angular, thin tight end, but top 30 tight end in the nation. Top 100 player in the state of Texas. Hotly recruited Utah, Pitt, Virginia, Michigan State, Iowa State, Colorado. Texas Tech winning for his service. So good job for Matt Wells and that staff. They said good week for the Red Raiders. Uh, over on to some draft news. C.D. Lamb, a lot of discussion. You know, it's funny. A lot of talk going on right now prior to the draft. Like this guy, this guy's overrated, underrated. Not by medium. Opinions of the media on who's overrated, underrated does not matter. But the the information from the media is coming from people that they're talking to in the league, and a lot of it is throwing out information. Smoke screens, like a guy, want a guy to drop, throw out overrated, underrated, yada, 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 yada. Some interesting th- – there's some people, though, that are not as high on C.D. Lamb as others. Some people think that he's as good a prospect as a top first-round, middle-of-the-first-round type of guy. Some see him as a guy that is schemed open, that he's a little bit more pedestrian, and probably the equal of guys that are going to go in second, third round. Don't agree with that. I think he's better than that. I do think Judy and Ruggs bring more to the table, and I think Justin Jefferson is intriguing as well. C.D. Lamb's the real deal. It's really good, and we'll see where he goes. I still suspect somewhere mid-first round we'll see a run on those four receivers and maybe one or two more as if you look at the draft board at LandryFootball.com, only one 21st-round grades. Only, excuse me, only 21 first-round grades. So you can see the high second-round value guys and where they're going to go. C.D. Lamb is graded in the first round, so we'll see where he ends up. Um, Kenneth Murray, speaking of Oklahoma, interesting prospect who I like, but he struggles to take on blocks. And he'll, he'll overrun interior runs. He's got good size. He'll fall step, worry about him in coverage but he's a solid player. I think he's got second-round value. Um, Speaking of receivers, speaking of Big 12 receivers, there's a lot of hype on Denzel Mims. Now, you know what I think about Denzel Mims. You know that I think the guy has got loads of potential, but you know he is raw as can be. I mean, sushi raw. but a lot of people like him. High enough to take him in the first round? We'll see. Eagles, Cowboys, Rams, Jets, Raiders, Broncos. All teams doing their homework on him. Asking me a lot of questions about him. Intrigued by him. High second-round value guys. Some have to go in the first round. Gonna look out. We'll see where that goes. Over at TCU, a lot of talk about Jeff Gladney. He's met with a bunch of teams. 5'10, 191 pound corner. Really good player. Jets, Chiefs, Raiders. His workout privately with the Cardinals prior to the shutdown. He has met with a lot of folks. Chiefs, Jets, Raiders, Ravens, Cowboys, Vikings, Packers, Saints, Falcons, Titans, Browns. Tested well at the Combine. Really good film, is aggressive, 
as any quarterback in this class. Plays with a mean streak in press coverage. He attacks the ball in the air. Got good league ability. Really does. He's got good explosion. Like this guy. Check and see where I got him on the draft board. How high could he go? Really, really interesting prospect. Some other news. We'll talk about a few guys outside the Big 12, but kind of in the region and inside the Big 12 that you might want to keep an eye out on that I think are breakout players. Um, New Mexico senior tight end Marcus Williams. Team's highest graded pass catcher. 6'3", 209. Caught 26 passes for 420 yards, one touchdown. Danny Gonzalez is coming in as a new coach. Dom Peterson, defensive lineman from Nevada, another guy to look out for. Short, stubby, but powerful, good run defender. Really, does, it, the win rate for him coming off the ball last year was outstanding. Watch out for him. Really good player. Air Force senior guard, going to be a senior this year, Nolan Laufenberg. Was a really good player, uh, left guard, and he's graded out. I mean, he's graded out as a college guy. In their option attack, he's just been outstanding. And he's a guy to watch for next year at Air Force and beyond. Over at Texas San Antonio, redshirt junior quarterback Frank Harris, fully healthy. Short guy, uh, underwent season-ending surgery on his non-throwing shoulder mid-September. But he looks like he is going to be back. Meanwhile, back in the conference, West Virginia sophomore cornerback Tyke Smith is a really good player to watch out for. The best defensive back on their roster. Really did a good job. He did a good job covering the slot in particular. He's a hybrid corner safety guy, 5'10", 200-pounder. That matches up very well in a very difficult lead league to defend it in. Texas Tech redshirt senior cornerback Zach McPherson. It's a grad transfer from Penn State. Pulsed some solid grades. Watch him next year. He's going to be starting outside again, and I think he's got a chance to be a really good player. Highlighting a couple of these guys because they're in front and center playing in coverage in this league. Speaking of coverage and being able to defend, how about the quarterbacks they're going to go up against? You know, Oklahoma's got a new quarterback. Texas doesn't, though. Texas is bringing back Sam Ellinger. You know, in breaking down film, looking at draft prospects and doing some multitasking, you can see that Sam Ellinger was forced to throw in a lot of tight windows this past year. And and I think his dual threat ability helps him, but I think that they can do a better job with that offense that could maybe make him, allow him to flourish a little more. Be interesting to see how he develops. I think the guy's got a lot of ability as a college quarterback, maybe even bigger than we've seen to this point. Oklahoma, going to be a little different. No transfers now for the first time in a while. It's going to be redshirt freshman Spencer Rattler. He's got talent. Does he have the decision-making? Protect the football, get the ball where it needs to be. Murray Mayfield had some experience. Lincoln does a really good job. This will be another test, a different test, a younger test that he's going to have to mold. A lot of talent for this youngster from Arizona. 
and we'll see what he can do. Um, one of the guys he's going to be throwing to is redshirt junior wide receiver Charleston Rambo. He's the next good one there, really good one. 16 plays of 15 or more yards. Uh, it's 6'2", 170, can fill out a little bit more. He was really dominant on in-breaking routes. I mean, he earned over 22 yards per target on 16 targets on in-breaking routes, and he's going to step up and be the guy to replace C.D. Lamb this year. Lots of talent to do so. Going back to the secondary, we talked about the corner position at TCU and Jeff Gladney losing uh, him. But how about the safety position returning? Junior Trevon Morick, I think, is good a player as they got returning on their team. Um, good safety, and our Darius Washington's really good. So they're bringing back two of the top safeties in college football next year and maybe the best duo of returning safeties in the Big 12. Um, Morg was really good in coverage, outstanding, and he's a guy that really eradicates the middle of the field very well. Kansas State's Skylar Thompson is an interesting study. He makes some big-time throws. I don't know in watching him if people see that in him, but he's got some explosive plays. Thompson's one of the better dual-threat quarterbacks in the country. And if you can shore up some of the accuracy, he could have a big year. Speaking of big year, is Puka Williams from Kansas going to come back and have another good year? Boy, he forced tackles at some of the best rate in the country. I mean, he really forces you to miss. Now, the decline of the Kansas offensive line hurt him in 19, still made people miss. 5'10", 170. Dance and dodge around defenders. There's only a couple of other running backs that did a better job. Travis Atien was one of them in avoiding charts. He was really, really good. Iowa State, Brock Purdy. Didn't have as good a year. Look back in my film grade notes from 18. Was better in 18 than 19. But the two-year sample is still pretty good. He's still in the top 20% of college passers. I mean, he graded out in terms of decision-making, accuracy, throwing the ball to spots, in the range of a Justin Fields or a Kyler Murray or a Dwayne Haskins over this over the similar period. But um, he had the lowest rate of negative throws, too. So that's a good combination. Make some big-time throws. Mistake avoidance, that's what you want. And at Baylor, senior quarterback Charlie Brewer is an improving player to watch. And no doubt this offense enhances his value quite a bit, but this guy's really good, and I think he has a chance to step up and have an outstanding season. So those are some guys to keep an eye out on next year's. Again, we need to have something to look forward to and hope that we have a season. Those are some guys on time. Well, some guys to look out for. And we'll continue to do that and going forward. And Again, we're here to talk football. We'll talk football. We'll get you ready for a football season whenever we're going to have it and evaluate personnel, coaching, all of that right here on Landry Football's conference call as we talk college football each and every day, focusing on wrapping up the week in a conference or a different conference each day, but talking nationally about college football on a daily basis. 
so we appreciate you joining us. Make sure you flip on over to listen to our pro football show each and every weekday. Make sure you're signing up for it at Landry Football's conference call, wherever you sign up for your podcast. And make sure that you're checking out LandryFootball.com for all the latest information, for all the most updated information, for our um, draft boards, our scouting reports, all the inside information. Can't get to all of it here. You can get to all of it at LandryFootball.com, and you can get to it at the best price we've ever had. Um, Folks at 401K Generation are folks that you need to reach out to when it comes to financial planning, strategy. They're licensed in all 50 states. They can help you. Check in with them. No obligation conversation. Give them a call. Give them a text at 1-866-998-5879. Hey, we wouldn't have this podcast if it wasn't for them. So give them a call. We'd appreciate it. Thank them, and we thank you for listening. Flip on over to the Pro Football Show and check with us tomorrow. It's Pac-12 football and beyond tomorrow, Friday. So we look forward to talking to you then. And we look forward to talking to you on the Pro Football Show. I'm Chris Landry, talking football, getting ready for the draft. Knee-deep into football each and every day. And we got it for you right here. Talk to you soon, everybody. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.